0: All right, all right, all right. I'm Joe Turner, and this is the City Manager Unfiltered podcast, a podcast for city managers and other public sector executives. It is the most influential local government podcast in America, and I'm happy to have you with me here today as we go into a discussion about my favorite resume hack. One of the biggest gripes or complaints I think most people hear about resumes is you're supposed to customize it for every job that you apply for, right? You shouldn't send out the same resume for every position that you apply for, you need to customize it, you need to make it fit the city that you're applying for or the job that you're applying for. I'm gonna give you a resume hack that I use that I think is fantastic that's gonna help make that job so much easier uh, when you wanna update your resume. You do not need to rewrite your resume every time you send out your resume to a job, folks, okay? You do not need to rewrite your resume from scratch every single time. I'm gonna give you my favorite resume hack to overcome my least favorite part of resumes, and that is customizing it to fit the job. So please stay tuned for that. We're going to get in that in a second. But before I cover that little hack, I want to talk about some housekeeping items that I want to put out there for you guys. I am bringing back the RTRs. That is the City Manager Resignations, Terminations, and Retirements. Uh, I'm going to bring those back out on a weekly basis to give you guys a heads up of what uh, jobs are coming out. I will probably throw in a little bit here and there, some deputy assistant city manager positions that are going vacant or that are moving around so that you can look for some of those too. But it's going to primarily focus on city and county managers who are leaving positions for a variety of reasons. So that you will have a heads up look-see at what is coming down the pike in terms of future opportunities. These RTRs, they take a lot of time to put together folks. So when I publish them, Uh, please like, share, post, comment on them on LinkedIn to help get some uh, distribution on the reach and the LinkedIn algorithm. I'm running into character limits on LinkedIn, so it's quite possible that I'm also gonna have to shift to doing an email subscription style where I send these out via email. I'd be really curious to get your guys' feedback on that because when I send out an email uh, with these uh, positions that are coming open, I'm not gonna have a character limit, and I think that might be the best bet um I'm not sure we're going to play this by ear and see how it shapes up but again the RTRs the uh, city manager retirements terminations and resignations that is going to be coming out again on a weekly basis I just started so yeah the RTRs I'm bringing them back they're very time consuming please help me by sharing those uh, with your friends and with your colleagues so that I can get more reach and make it worth my time because it, it doesn't really do me any good I'm not doing it for me I'm doing it for you guys okay Another thing I'm going to start doing uh, in conjunction with the RTRs is putting out a weekly job board report. These are going to be all the city manager jobs, the assistant city manager jobs, some uh, department head jobs that are coming out that are basically being recruited for. This is going to be an effort for me to monetize my LinkedIn platform to try to generate some income from all the time I'm putting into this. So if you are a recruiter, if you are a city manager looking for an assistant city manager or a deputy city manager, if you have a department head position you'd like to fill, please let me know i will put it on my weekly list on my linkedin platform and i'm going to charge a small fee for that it'll be very very fair very economical for the reach that i have because you know i get you know over 6 million impressions a year on my content i have a lot of people looking at my content so if you are looking to fill a city manager position an assistant dcm position or a department head position and you are a recruiter or city manager please reach out to find out how much it will cost to uh, get on my weekly job board email distribution really excited about that. So now I want to turn my attention to shout out Saturdays. That's where I'm going to use my platform, my audience that I've built over the last year and a half. I want to help you get your message out to my audience, right? I want to help others in the public sector space, talk about the projects and initiatives they're working on. It is primarily going to be focused on giving public sector employees and executives an opportunity to share things that they're working on. Uh, with a brief short interview that I'm going to put out on Saturdays. It's not going to be every Saturday. It's going to be infrequent. It'll be as as it warrants, I I will share it with my audience. But if you are a public sector employee, you're a municipal executive and you're doing something and you want to share it with my audience, then I want to share it. I want to, I I, I want to, I want to use my platform to help you grow your audience, whatever that may be. And I think we need to support each other, right? I've talked about building community. I think one way you build communities by supporting others I don't want to hoard my audience. I don't want to play a zero-sum game where uh, my audience is mine and I can't share it uh, because if if it's good for you, it's bad for me. No, I I think we can all benefit, right? So if you are a public sector employee, uh, an executive, and you're doing something, maybe you're starting a band. Maybe you have an art gallery, an art show that you are putting on, and you want to host your art, and you want to announce it, you want to share it. Please tell me because I think we need to share what we're all doing So we can build real connections with each other, right? That's what I've talked about in episode one about building community with this podcast. On this coming Saturday, I'm going to have a a guest on who's uh, doing a recall, recalling their entire council. This individual is not a public sector employee, but they're a follower of mine. They've been following me for a long time. I came across a news story and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. I recognize that name. So I'm going to have a little uh, a little shout out Saturday for this individual who's trying to recall their entire city council because this person believes that the mayor and the council are overstepping the charter when it comes to the council manager form of government. And this individual wants to protect and preserve the council manager form of government. And so to accomplish that, they're going to do a recall. So I'm going to give you a little, uh, little look-see into what this person is doing on Saturday. And if you have something you want to share with my audience, please hit me up. And uh, you know, maybe you're doing a podcast or something. maybe you Whatever it might be, I want to share it with my audience. Next week, I'm going to drop an episode with Tim Nowak. He is essentially my counterpart in the fire EMS space. We are going to talk about the uh, current status of fire and EMS departments across the country. He believes that we are currently in the middle of a collapse In fire and EMS, and that's gonna accelerate as we enter 2030. And he has some pretty sobering thoughts when it comes to the current status of fire EMS departments across the country. So tune in next week on the podcast for Tim Nowak. Uh, That's the impending crisis in the fire EMS departments, and uh, you're gonna wanna listen to that. If you are a city manager, you're gonna wanna share that with your uh, public safety heads. If you're an elected official, you're gonna make sure that your city manager listen to this podcast. Also, Uh, Next item, number five, ELGL, Engaging Local Government Leaders. Every year they put together the top local government influencers. I was on the list last year. I was put on a list after being online for four months. Uh, They used to do it at the end of the year. They've now moved it to May. They just opened up nomination periods. I want to invite everyone who listens to this podcast to nominate Micah Gaudet. My buddy Micah Gaudet was the first person and he's the only person who's created a chat GPT core specifically designed for the public sector, public sector employees. He's an innovator. He's a go-getter. He's an influencer. If he's not on this list, it's an absolute crime. He shouldn't just be on the list. He should be in the top 10. So I would like all you listening to this podcast to support our friend, our buddy, Micah Gaudet and put him as a nominee on the ELGL top 100 local government influencers list. I will have a link to that in the show notes. Uh, your support is appreciative. I want my friend, my buddy, to get on that list. I want him to be recognized because he's made major he's made major contributions to our field, and it should be honored and recognized. One more note about my YouTube page. Go to uh, YouTube slash at Symbol City Manager Unfiltered. I've just started it. I have fewer than 100 subscribers. If you're interested in following my content on YouTube, please go and subscribe to the YouTube page. Once again, that's YouTube.com. Slash at symbol city manager unfiltered. One more thing I want to say is I want to thank all those who continue to buy me a cup of coffee. If you go to buymeacoffee.com slash city manager unfiltered, you can make a donation to the, the podcast, to the show. I appreciate you guys. I have a, uh, I've received a, a, quite a few contributions so far and a couple of monthly subscribers, which I think is pretty damn awesome. That, that really means a lot to me. Uh, so thank you very much. I will have a link to that in the show notes. With all that said, let's turn our attention now to... Uh, my favorite resume hack to overcome my least favorite part of resumes, and that is how do you keep your resume fresh, current, and customized for the specific job that you're applying for? Okay, so this hack is very simple. It's very simple. It's not complicated at all, but it can be a little difficult because it requires discipline, and it requires you to stick to the grind of documenting your work product. Now, I don't know about you guys. I don't know how many of you have to write reports in your current capacity. I can tell you that for me as a city manager, I would write reports for my governing body for every council meeting. That's what I did. I would log everything that was being accomplished within the organization. Obviously some of it wasn't my direct accomplishments or achievements. It was done by staff or what have you, but obviously a lot of it was related to my accomplishments or my personal contributions to the organization. Now, you are an elite individual listening to this podcast. I only have elite public sector employees who listen to me. There's no mediocre employees. So, since you are an elite talent, you have to be accomplishing something at work on a regular basis. It might not be anything significant on a weekly or bi monthly basis, but you have to be accomplishing items and putting it on a report. Even if you don't have, to, even if you're not required to put together a report for your, uh, your boss that you work for, or for your governing body or whatever, you need to have the personal discipline and foresight to put together a report for yourself. A lot of people look at reports as drudgery, uh, as a, something that's a, a chore. You actually need to look at these reports as a mechanism for you to compile a list of all your accomplishments, all your successes, all your achievements, all the initiatives, the projects you've worked on, because these reports that you fill out for yourself, even if you're not doing it for anybody else, you're going to do it for yourself, they're going to form the basis for your resume. Your resume is your sales page. Your resume is designed to sell you as the candidate. And in order for you to sell yourself as a candidate, what are you going to do? You have to put your accomplishments on there. If you are one of those mediocre public sector employees that listens to some other podcast and not this one, you would treat your resume as if it was just a regurgitation of your job description, right? I'm responsible for this. I supervise that I managed this. I oversaw this. That is garbage. That's not what your resume should sound like It's not what it should look like. Your resume needs to be about results, about getting results. It needs to be orientated towards accomplishments, uh, accomplishing objectives, achieving goals. So you need to actually have your successes, organized and documented in your weekly bi-monthly reports. So you can refer back to those for your resume. So here's what you should be doing. You need to take these, these reports and you need to transfer the pertinent and relevant accomplishments in those reports into a Google doc or a word document, wherever your preference is, and form bullet points for those specific accomplishments you are gonna have a list of accomplishments and there's gonna be some really big accomplishments and objectives that you achieved that are gonna go on every resume you put out there. You're not gonna just leave off a big accomplishment because the job description didn't ask for something uh, related to it. If it's a big win, you're gonna put all your big wins on there and you're not gonna rotate those out. What people really mean when they talk about customizing and tailoring your resume for a specific position is really those second and third level bullet points of accomplishments and successes. So when you have your weekly, bi-monthly report that you've put together for yourself, right? You've documented your results, you've documented your successes, you're gonna take those and put them into bullet points, into a Word doc, a Google Doc, whatever the case may be. You're gonna you're not just gonna put trash in there, right? You're not just gonna put blah, 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 blah. You're gonna actually put real bullet points as if they were gonna go on your resume. And what you should do is after you put all your bullet points from these reports onto this document, you should break down these bullet points by subject matter area. For example, as a city manager, if you have uh, bullet points that are related to housing or affordable housing, you would put your bullet points all under that category. If you have economic development successes, you put all your economic development bullet points under there. Uh, If you want to talk about uh, community engagement, you want to talk about financial budget acumen, so forth and so on, you would have bullet points under these different categories. And so what you're going to do is you're going to have all these different bullet points, this this encyclopedia, this repository of accomplishments, and then all it becomes is plug and play. It becomes a plug and play system where you essentially swap out a bullet point for this bullet point that's on your existing resume, and you essentially create a menu and then you can you can compile your resume based off of this menu. So think of it this way. You're going to have all your key bullet points for each of the main jobs that are going to be there for no matter what position you apply for. And then you're going to have to worry about your second and third level bullet points that are uh, lower emphasis, right? And that's where you're going to swap and plug and play the different bullet points in and out of your resume. And that's how you create a custom tailored resume that fits the job that you're trying to apply for. You can see how this hack is not complicated at all, right? It's very simple. The hard part is just having the personal discipline to log, like a diary, all your accomplishments, all your achievements. So that's why, in order to keep yourself honest, to keep yourself accountable, you should commit, honestly, if your boss doesn't require you to do a report, you should commit to giving your boss a report on a weekly or bi monthly basis. If if, just to to have that discipline, right? Just to have that accountability, that check system in place, so you're documenting your successes. Because I can tell you, by the time December rolls around, you're gonna forget what you did in February, you're gonna forget what you did in March if you don't write it down. Write these accomplishments down on your report, and then break those individual accomplishments down into resume-worthy bullet points, and then you get to plug and play those bullet points into your resume, as needed so you can customize and tailor your resume based off of the job description you've read, based off of the need that that community has. You got to remember, I've talked about this before multiple times. You as a candidate for a position have to start realizing that you are a solution to their problem. If you don't know what their problem is, you can't be a solution. So you have to identify what the problems are that that community is trying to solve. And then you need to structure your resume in such a way that your resume communicates and illustrates how you are going to solve that problem for that community. And then once you get the, uh, the, the job offer, then it just boils down to a negotiation about what your services are worth and what you believe you're worth and what you should extract from them during those negotiations. Okay. But remember your resume is not your biography. Your resume is not an encyclopedia of everything you've done, every job you had. Your resume is your marketing document, your sales page to put your best foot forward to compete for the job that you're applying for. You do not need to put every single job in there. Do not treat your resume as if if you're filling out a job description. That is not what your resume should be there for. Your resume needs to be bold in the sense that it needs to communicate that you are an exceptional, individual that you are an elite talent and the way you do that is by having these bullet points already identified ahead of time before you're trying to go and fill out your resume at the last minute. If you have your bullets identified, broken down on your Google sheet, your word document, by your subject matter area that you're trying to hit based off of the uh, the job description, the job uh, the job announcement, the brochure, you're gonna crush it. So take the time to track your accomplishments and your successes as an employee. Because that is how you are going to get yourself paid at a later date. Don't think of it as drudgery. Don't think of it as like, oh my gosh, I got to do this report. You should be excited to do the report because that means you are tracking all the things you've done. And you've done a lot during your career, during your t- during this, this period of time that you've been working with the organization. And that is how you're going to get yourself paid. Look at the report, this weekly report, this bi-monthly report, as your ability to leverage your accomplishments and communicate those on your sales document, your marketing brochure when you're applying for a job so that you get paid and you can advance your career and you can take better care of your family and put more food on the table. And one more thing, guys, if you have the references available upon request line at the bottom of your resume, please remove it. It should not be on resumes anymore. It's the biggest waste of real estate on your resume. It serves no purpose. Of course you should have references available if they're upon request. Of course you should. There's no need to state that on there. So that's my favorite resume tip or hack for keeping your resume current, for keeping it competitive and tailoring it to the specific job you're applying for. If you have any other interesting hacks or tips for putting together a resume, please share it with me and I'll share it with the audience if uh, if I come across something that's uh, pretty unique or interesting. Uh, I wanted to focus on some uh, personal development in this uh, episode. I've been you know, doing a lot of interviews and some other stuff, and I wanted to hit the professional development side of the coin with respect to this podcast. That's why I wanted to talk about resumes. I'll do another episode in the future on cover letters and things of that sort of nature. But hey, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Stay tuned uh, next week for the episode with Tim Nowak when we talk about the impending fire EMS crisis. And don't forget the uh, shout-out Saturday episode that's going to drop this week with uh, one of my followers who's doing the recall. If you like the podcast, you like the content, please like and subscribe to the uh, to the podcast on your platform of choice. And if you are uh, an Apple user, please leave a rating and review. I'm trying to get to 200 reviews before the uh, one-year anniversary of the podcast. I'm at roughly 165 uh, at this moment, and I need about 35 more. So if you like the show and you haven't left a rating or review, please do so today. Catch you next week.